Hello and welcome to Heading North. My name is Nick and you are either watching or listening to episode number 24 of the Heading North podcast. This week we're going to dive heavily into making coffee on the trail or at your campsite. We're going to start with uh, some pros and cons of coffee and caffeine while you hike and then go into a few ways that you're going to be able to consume coffee while you're out on the trail or sitting around the campfire. So coffee, contrary to popular belief, is a phenomenal substance for your body. It does have adverse side effects on most people, so everyone kind of varies on whether or not they do well while drinking coffee. Um, one of the best things that we all know caffeine does is it gives you a boost of energy and uh, it helps you get through your hike. So coffee is an excellent source of antioxidants, which can also help protect your body against cell damage. Um, antioxidants are going to be a great thing to have and replenish while you are hiking. Some studies have also shown that coffee can improve mental performance and cognitive function. So in a place where you do need to be a little bit more uh, alert or aware, coffee can actually have a good amount of beneficial items to add towards reasons why you should be drinking coffee while you're out on the trail or at your campsite. Caffeine is also a natural stimulant, meaning it can help you feel more alert and awake. Uh, this can be helpful on longer hikes when you start to feel tired. Uh, I apologize to all of my longtime listeners. We're going to hear more about my Grand Portage hike. was one of my or my most recent long-distance hike that I had done all in one day, a little bit over 20 miles. And I can tell you right now, uh, water as well as protein bars and other snacks with high sugar content or high-complex high carbs did not do enough to really help me uh, keep energy up throughout, throughout my hike on that trail. One of the biggest cons to caffeine and coffee is that caffeine naturally dehydrates your body. So to kind of counteract that, if you are going to be drinking coffee or having an energy drink like, let's say, Red Bull on the trail, I would highly recommend upping the amount of water that you plan to consume to kind of counteract that dehydration ability. Caffeine also, like I said before, has uh, adverse side effects such as making you feel jittery or anxious. So depending on who you are and what your body is, that might affect you negatively while you're out on the trailer in the woods. I highly recommend if you aren't a heavy coffee drinker or you're someone who knows your limits because you drink enough coffee throughout the week to kind of adjust and plan for this. If you aren't a big coffee drinker, maybe have a cup of coffee before you go on the trailer or a couple days before so you can see exactly what it will do to your body. A good way to kind of simulate being out on the trailer, being at your campsite would be have your cup of coffee maybe after a, a long walk and then go do something like a bike ride or a short hike. That way you know what it's going to actually do to your body when you're out on the trail for longer distances. Many people enjoy having the pleasure of coffee on the trail. And what I would think is the easiest way to be able to consume coffee on your trail would be to use something like a thermos or a bottle in order to make your coffee ahead of time and bring it with you. One big thing to keep in mind is, is this can add to the weight if you aren't supplementing, but it doesn't actually have a heavy effect on the weight of the gear you're bringing because let's face it, if you're going to make coffee on the trail, you're already going to have enough water to do so. So you're just replacing your water stockpile with what's already been pre-made as coffee. So when you're using something like a thermos, you would just use your coffee pot, heat up coffee, and then have the opportunity to just drink that on the trail. You can also do things like make iced coffee or a cold pressed coffee and put that into something like a Nalgene. One thing to keep in mind, unless you are using stainless steel to contain that coffee or iced coffee, you are going to end up having some residual taste in whatever item you use to carry it, especially something like a Nalgene where the plastics will pick up 
that flavor a little bit more so than something like stainless steel would. I personally don't like this option. I just like fresh coffee. I'm very much someone who will come and bring some type of pour-over device or something like the Kuju Coffee pour-over packs, which I'll be talking about here shortly. So the next set of options for drinking coffee or consuming caffeine on the trail and at your campsite are going to require some extra equipment outside of a cup or a canteen. Now obviously you will need something to physically put your coffee in once it's made, so you still want something like a coffee cup or a canteen or a thermos, that way you have it available. But the first thing I want to talk about is going to be a simple pour over option. There are many different options to do a pour over on the trail. Uh, I know Stanley makes the Perfect Brew pour over set, which it is a Stanley thermos cup and it has a pour over on top. For those of you who don't understand how pour over works, it is effectively there's a cone like filter system at the top that you put over top of a cup and you put a filter in there or some nowadays have screens already built in. You then pour in your ground coffee and once you do that you just pour over hot water. In order to get hot water for any of the things I'm going to be talking about, you will need something to either heat your water over an open flame or on the fire or you can get something like the jet boil or an MSR pocket rocket that will allow you to heat up your items. And what those are is effectively a small burner that can fit into a very compact area that connects to a piece of camp fuel that will then light and be able to heat your items, something like a Bunsen burner, but it is a fact actual heat source that comes from fuels. When using those items, you're just going to need enough water to be able to, one, consume the water you need to stay hydrated on the trail, and also have enough water to do things like cook or make your coffee with. So once you've heated up your water on your jet boil or your MSR pot rock, or your MSR pocket rocket, excuse me, then you're ready to go. So you now have your pour over device over the cup you're gonna be using. You have either a filter or a screen in it and it's been filled with coffee grounds. What you're gonna do from there is, is you're gonna take your hot water, boiling hot water, and you're going to pour over the top until both the filter and the coffee is damp. You don't want it to be completely full at this point because you aren't going to get as good of a taste in coffee and you may actually burn the coffee a little bit. So once everything is saturated, then you're good to go to start pouring over, hence the name pour over, the water over top of the filter and the coffee grounds and allow it to then drip just like a steep wood into the coffee cup below where it, you get the coffee but none of the coffee grounds. This is my personal favorite way to have coffee presented to me, whether I'm at, out on the trail or I'm at the coffee shop. If you get a chance and you've never tried a pour over coffee as compared to steep brewed coffee, I would highly recommend uh, asking if your coffee shop does do pour overs, not only to enjoy a great cup of coffee, but also see if it's something that you would enjoy while you're on the trail. Now, some other options for pour over will lead me back to Kuju coffee, which I had spoken about beforehand. And what Kuju is, is it actually makes small packs that are almost like a tea pack or a tea bag, but it actually has uh, little flaps that you can pull out on either side of the device once you've opened it, and they connect onto your coffee. So instead of using a pour over device to physically put on top of your cup, you're actually connecting this to the rim of your cup, and you're pouring your hot water from your MSR or your jet boil over top of this and simulating the pour over actions to make your cup of coffee. Like I said, this is my personal favorite way of doing it, but there are other options that you have. One of the most popular options for hikers, especially because it doesn't add immense amounts of weight or gear to your, your pack, is going to be instant coffee. Now, you can go to the grocery store and get instant coffee. 
when I'm doing instant coffee, I personally like using the pure Vita coffee that you can get from Starbucks. These come in little packs, very similar to like a, um, a hydro pack or any other small pack you can add to water to add a flavoring or make it into juice. But this has instant coffee in it. So what you do is, is you boil your water and you pour that in there and you stir. And after about a minute or so, you have a cup of coffee. Now, this is a great way to consume coffee and many people do enjoy it. I personally am a coffee purist, so I like something fresh brewed that is not instant. Does not mean that I have not used instant coffee multiple times. You can ask Megan, who's actually outside here, whether or not that's true. And she'll tell you that we've used instant coffee plenty of times. Now, outside of the instant coffee idea, there is also the ability to do something like a French press. So a French press effectively will use a lot of the same equipment that you would use to do pour over, where you need a jet boiler, MSR, or any other type of heating device or open flame in order to heat water. And you're going to need some type of canteen or canister that is metal to be able to heat up that water. Once you do that, you pour it into a French press device, which is a cylindrical device that can be filled with water and then coffee grounds. And then it has a plunger type item that goes down in the middle it has a long handle with a pole attached to it and then it has a filtration ring on it that you then push the coffee down once it has fully saturated in all that the coffee grounds you have uh once it's saturated all the coffee grounds that it can into the water to make your coffee you then press all the way down trapping the grounds at the bottom so when you go and you pour your coffee out of your french press device you are able to just get a fresh piece of coffee without all the grounds inside. This is probably my second favorite option for ways to um, be able to consume coffee on the trail. It's very easy, but it does add weight to your pack and it adds space to your gear if you are going camping. So keep that in mind, as does the French press, or, or excuse me, as does the pour over option as well. Now, as we're talking about having all these coffee items on the trail, I do want to make sure to take a quick second to let everyone know, especially if you're in an area where there's bear country, coffee can be have a very pungent smell and can attract predators. So I highly recommend traveling with your coffee grounds in a, some type of Ziploc container or anything that will reduce the amount of smell that that is able to get out. But it is something that you're going to want to put up into a tree if you are camping or anything like that. That way it is away from your gear and from where you are camping. Now to finish up this episode, there are multiple other really cool options in order to make coffee. I don't want to dive into too many of those because they are a little bit more expensive and they are kind of newer trends. So I would like to kind of see how those work and, and revisit this topic possibly with a guest at a later time. So the Wakako Mini Press GR is a portable grinder and coffee press. Now this is an all-in-one cylinder about yay big and you can buy this on Amazon for $54.90. Um, and what it is, is it does the French press actions all in one on top of also grinding your coffee so you can bring uh, fresh coffee beans with you. Again, this isn't something that I'm going to recommend heavily like I would the French press or pour over simply because I haven't used this item yet. Now, another item that I haven't used is the uh, Madewell Fallow Stag X pour over set. So this is an all in one pour over set where it has everything built into it. You don't need to bring multiple pieces or put it over top of a cup. It's all in one. It's about, I'm going to say yay big for those of you who are listening and not watching. We're going to say it's about three inches wide by about eight or nine inches tall. And it is a cylindrical device that has the cup on the bottom that can be screwed in and out. It is a glass cup to keep in mind if you are going to be hiking with it or camping. It's not necessarily going to be as durable as something metal. But then it also has the pour over device that I had spoken about that pops in right over top. 
And what that does is it allows you to put everything right in there. You pour your water in and then once you're done, you take that device off and you have your cup there ready to roll. Now, companies like Coleman also make portable instant start coffee pots. So what this is, is very much like a steep based coffee pot, but it is heated by camp fuel, just like an MSR pocket rocket or the jet boil. And it makes your coffee via steep, just similarly like you would at home, not necessarily if you have something like a K-cup. Um, that being said, speaking of K-cups, I have not seen very many options for uh, K-cups on the trail, so keep that in mind as you are going. But now the last one I want to talk about is something that I had found out about recently. Uh, the local coffee shop by me that is my personal favorite is 190 Coffee, and they have what's called an AeroPress Coffee and Espresso Maker. So what this is, is it looks very much like a syringe, but a much larger syringe, probably about three inches in diameter. And what it is, is it's a two-piece item where you have the piece that the press can physically go into, and then it has the filtration item on the bottom. So what you do is, is you take your hot water and your coffee and you pour it inside of this syringe-like item. And then as the coffee is brewing and it's saturated out of the coffee grounds, you then take it very much like a French press and you push it down as you've placed it over top of your coffee uh, coffee cup and it actually then presses for you like that now this one is right around 39.95 in most places you can get it on amazon and is something that i'm going to be picking up to try and very possibly will become my favorite option on the trail i have physically tried a coffee and it tastes very similar to a pour over or french press that you could get at any coffee shop that you go to the nice thing about this is, is that it's almost entirely plastic and very lightweight. So instead of adding a French press or a pour over device to your gear and to your weight load, you can add this smaller item in and even actually put the coffee grounds in it ahead of time. That way it has extra storage and it can be compacted into, I think once it's fully collapsed, goes into a four inch by three inch wide uh, item. So it really makes a great opportunity for you to be able to uh, make coffee in the trail. That's about all I have this week for uh, making coffee on the trailer at your campsite. Thank you so much for listening in. And just remember, if you are going on the trail, there are lots of options for making coffee. My personal favorite is the pour over. You can get many of those options. And my personal favorite thing to bring with me is a Kuju coffee. That's K-U-J-U. You can look them up on Instagram or any social media. I sometimes post about them and tag them. So make sure you look out for that. Or you can use something like a French press or my new personal uh, to be hopefully favorite item is going to be the AeroPress. That being said, thank you so much, everyone, for listening into this week's episode. I'm Nick Risley. If you want to hear anything more from me, just go to linktr.ee forward slash Disney Adams. Yes, that is Disney Adams. And you can see all of that I'm working on as well as all my social media on there. If you want to hear more from Heading North Podcast, go to www.headingnorthpodcast.com. And music in this episode is brought to you by Asylum Music and Media Works. If you want to check out Heading North Podcast on social media, just search Heading North Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, or Heading North Pod on Twitter. If you want to support it, what it is I do here and support the show so that it can continue growing, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Heading North Podcast, or click the link below in the show notes, or you can pick up one of the awesome pieces of show merch like this Camp HNP t-shirt, oh, excuse me, let me get to the right side. This Camp HNP t-shirt, which all benefits go to Rewild or any of our other show merchandise at headingnorthpodcast.com forward slash shop. And to really help the show continue growing, make sure you rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.